You're listening to Spirited Spirits, a spooky-centric podcast where we enjoy a spirit while we talk about spirits. I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, We also want to let you know that we'll be going on a two-week hiatus beginning next week because we're going on vacation. That's right. And we thought about bringing the mic with us and trying to record something while we were there, but ultimately we just decided we needed the time to rest and rejuvenate. That means our next episode, which would be our 12th one, will be extra awesome because we'll have all this time to think about something and research the topic. Right. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight we thought it'd be fun to talk about a haunted location that we visited previously while on vacation, Savannah, Georgia. And I don't know if I've actually been. I think that was maybe one of your family's vacations. I don't remember you, Savannah, You said you Georgia. thought you might have we, gone when we, you were younger. Yeah, we might have gone when remember. I was younger, but I don't I don't remember. Right. Well, my family went when I was like a senior in high school or I just graduated. Um, and it was really, it was fun. It, we got to do a ghost walking tour and kind of walk around the different squares and visit the famous cemeteries in Savannah. So... Um, you know, Savannah has been dubbed one of the most haunted cities in America. So when I was researching and kind of, um, you know, trying to, to remember some of the stories, reminisce on the stories, it was fun to, to see the buildings again, to see the cemeteries, to see the, the buildings that we're going to be talking about tonight and kind of think back about um, that walking tour that we did and, and remember the stories of the ghosts of Savannah. Right. So. so before we get started tonight, we're actually just drinking a delicious white wine. Yeah, we just wanted to take it easy. And so we thought um, just being that we're going on vacation, we would do, um, it's called Seastone Alberino Rija Valle. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, but um, it is, a, let's see, where is it made? We, we've gotten some other sea stone wines before. It's a white wine. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think some of the other wines we got were from, from Italy. From Total Wine. That's where Imported. it's from. Well, Spain. Oh, it's Spain. Okay, so there that's why I couldn't pronounce it very well. <laughs> but um, it's pretty good. It's, yeah. I, mean, I, I enjoy it. We've had several sea stone wines lately to try and decide what we wanted to bring with us on vacation. And this one's nice. Yeah. It says that it would pair well with... Um, seafood dishes and cheeses well there you go because we're going to the beach so seafood (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's get started founded by general james oglethorpe savannah was the first city of georgia the 13th english colony in america it was america's first planned city meaning general oglethorpe laid out the city in grids allowing for wide streets and public squares But the city has experienced tremendous amounts of tragedy, including war, famine, fires, hurricanes, floods, and two outbreaks of the yellow fever. Locals will tell you Savannah was built on top of its dead. So like they had cemeteries, they had burial grounds, and in some cases they moved Oh, that's like a poltergeist Yes. <laughs> but in other cases, they literally just built right on top of it. They just started paving the streets and building on top of it. So um, the first location I'd like to discuss is Colonial Park Cemetery. Opened in 1750, Colonial Park Cemetery is the oldest burial ground in Savannah that can still be visited by tourists. 
Other older burial sites may have been covered up or paved, like I said. The cemetery covers six acres, and there are more than 14,000 people buried on site. Although, apparently there are only 1,000 grave markers. Ooh, that's a, that's a hell of a difference. Well, so, <laughs> so, because many of the gravestones have been destroyed or removed, right, or damaged. Right. Um, and there are, other, there are also mass graves. So, like, with the yellow fever and stuff, I guess, they... they you know, had to create mass graves in order to bury all the people who had died. Um, and also, I think with the war, you know, sometimes they had to. And we've talked about soldiers. This. We've stuff. talked about this before about how when there's a lot of death and a lot of tragedy in one location, it seems like the energy there is is mm-hmm. is heightened. Right, and <clears throat> that's what they say about Savannah. Like, could this be the reason why all this paranormal activity continues to this day? Right. So, um, Colonial Park's most famous story is that of Renee. Now, while on the tour, we were told that Renee was born in 1777, and he had, I'm hoping I pronounced... Hypertrichosis? Hypertrichosis, I think. Okay. Um, which is also known as werewolf syndrome. Ooh. So, you have the hair that kind of, that grows all over their body right. and all over their face. So, they literally look like a werewolf. Um, he grew to be a very large man, and people were afraid of him. One night, there were two young girls who were found brutally murdered, and Renee was blamed for their deaths. Renee tried to hide in the catacombs below Colonial Park Cemetery, but an angry mob caught him, and they hanged him for his crimes, this alleged is, I crimes. mean, this, this poor guy had a affliction that made him look like a werewolf, mm-hmm. and then this... And because this, of that, people assumed right. that he was violent. And... But this, but the thing is, is like this literally played out like the werewolf, like yeah. <laughs> they got like a werewolf like movie or film. Right. So since that day, people have reported seeing the ghost of Renee lurking around the cemetery. That would be interesting because I feel like seeing a ghost of like a regular faced human. Or versus like, something that versus, is versus scary. something like a ghost werewolf man, you know that would that would be very interesting to see. I feel like if mm-hmm. I saw that, I'd be like, huh, <laughs> okay, that's new. <laughs> well, they would probably think the same about you with all the fur you have on your face, with your beard and your mustache. Because <laughs> I look like a werewolf. Well, I mean, sometimes your hair grows up; you have to trim it back, right? <laughs> Maybe you have it. No, that's... I'm just being funny. But you do... You're awfully hairy. Okay, so people have also claimed to see shadowy figures moving along the headstones. And the spirits of American revolutionary soldiers are said to haunt the ground. So again, if those mass graves, if they were... You know, if there were a multitude of soldiers who had... Who were died... Who died and they had to bury them in mass graves, it could be them that are haunting the grounds. Right. And I think, again, you know war and you know those type of things you know traumatic deaths mm-hmm. provide traumatic spirits yeah so exactly well another well-known burial ground said to be haunted by soldiers is the laurel grove cemetery now when colonial park reached max capacity in 1853 a new cemetery was needed so laurel grove cemetery was created to house or to you know have more of the local savannah dead 
people, right? Because right. they ran out of space in the other cemetery. Um, Laurel Grove apparently has more than 1,500 Confederate soldiers buried on site. Um, the, so Confederate soldiers who died during the Civil War were buried there. Tales of ghosts haunting the cemetery ba- date back to the time it was established. People riding a trolley, so there's a trolley that passes the cemetery daily, um, they would claim that they could hear a child crying multiple times. Whenever the trolley passed, they could hear this child crying multiple times a day for many, many years. And phantom footsteps have also been heard. Visitors have claimed to see a beautiful woman in a wedding dress walking through the gravestones. There's no real story behind that. She's, just a just a. She woman. could just be a woman whose long lost love right. died, maybe in the war, <clears throat> and she was set to marry him, and now she wanders the cemetery looking for him. There, I've created a story. There you go. <laughs> I don't that's know if that's it. actually true. <laughs> Allegedly, practitioners of voodoo have also been seen in the cemetery doing rituals. Now that's something that I would want to investigate investigate further. a little bit further you want to go I, see if I, you can find someone i i um voodoo stuff definitely interests me mm-hmm. and just like seeing that you know that type of stuff i've always wanted to go to like a, a voodoo shop yeah well and so savannah it's really interesting you know new orleans gets a lot of credit for having that kind of like the mystical yeah stuff. the voodoo hoodoo mm-hmm. and all that but savannah actually has a lot of that as well mm-hmm um, because it's a southern city, obviously there were slaves, you know, that were used on plantations there in South right. Carolina, um, and so with the, you know, slaves brought that um, religion or you know the the pract- practicing voodoo, voodoo um, into that to that area, and so it's actually very much um, to this day still practiced there in Savannah, Georgia. Right. So there you go. It's not just New Orleans. Another haunted location in Savannah is the Pirate House. The Pirate House used to be an inn and saloon for seafarers and pirates in the 17 and 1800s. Now it is a world famous restaurant. Well, I want to go there. I know I want to. The Pirate House. I know. Sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Stories persist that the real life Captain Flint from Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island died in the Pirate House. It, according to staff, the spirits of the seafarers linger there waiting to be served rum. Well, give them their rum. <laughs> In fact, well, there was one thing. I, I watched um, this uh, documentary. I think it was like a travel channel haunted history. And I, it was talking about haunted Savannah. And the funny thing is, Andrew, it, this episode, it was like it aired in 2002 or something. But I found it on Hulu. Um, and there was a waiter who claimed to have an experience where he walked past one of the dining rooms and saw a man sitting in there waiting to be served. But he was kind of like, he didn't look solid. So the guy kind of did a double take. And when he walked back, the man was gone. So clearly it was like the ghost of one of the pirates that was perhaps waiting to give me my rum. Why is the rum gone? (laughs) We tried to watch Pirates of the Caribbean the other night with our kiddo and it did not work out well. He got too spooked. (laughs) He's not ready for that that level of of movie. Well, and speaking of rum, there's also a secret tunnel in the old rum cellar of the pirate house that led down to the water, like down to the docks. 
And so what they would do is they would get men drunk, or there would be drunk men, clearly, there at the pirate house, and they would lead them down the tunnel and make them unwilling crew members of the ship. Oh, so that's sometimes they were even like passed out and they would carry their bodies through the tunnel and, and take, then them, to... take them to the boat, to the ship, and then they'd set sail and then the guy would wake up and be like, Whoa, what the hell? And he's like, That's you know... how they would get a lot of their crew. Oh. Isn't it called Shanghai or Shanghai or something when they I think I don't I don't know. When but... they take someone okay, well anyway. Um so shadowy figures have been seen in what's left of the tunnels down there in the basement of the pirate house. And part of the tunnel has kind of caved in. Right. Um, and so one of the, again, on this documentary I watched, um, one of the people said that they saw shadowy figures walk through where the tunnel had collapsed, but it was like it, they continued on their journey to take someone down to the docks. That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed up like, to just think about. You know, you're having a good night at the pirate house. <laughs> you're enjoying all the rum. Enjoying all the rum. Next thing go you down, know, take, you like, take a nap a little bit, and then you wake up, and now you're on a boat, I'm like, chained to a boat, and that's your life now. <laughs> I have motion sickness. <laughs> like puking on the side. You puke him because probably all the rum. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not meant for this. Um. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love your old school pirate voice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This is like a small, like, English child. Well, no, but the, he wasn't a pirate. Okay, whatever. He's not because a pirate until... not for this. <laughs> it was like, I had been a, a warehouse boy, and here I am being shanghai oh, Okay, anyway. Going off the rails already. Okay. <laughs> so another historic location said to be haunted by spirits is the Savannah Theater. Built in 1818, the theater is said to be one of the oldest in the U.S., the theater has been damaged by not only hurricanes, but also fires. The new Savannah Theater, which features an Art Deco style, opened in October 1950. So there had been a fire that occurred in, um, let's see, there were, well, there were several fires. One in 1827, but I think there was another one in 1948, if I'm remembering correctly. I didn't put it here in my notes. But um, they actually redid the theater, like, from the damage from the fire, and they they created it into this Art Deco style, um, and um, it reopened in October of 1950. There are said to be three ghosts that haunt the old theater. There's an actress named Betty who died in the 1827 fire, a young boy named Ben, and an old director who's been heard yelling at staff. So Betty, who actually prefers to go by her real name of Elizabeth, uh, is most often seen on opening nights, walking across the stage, or hiding behind the curtains. Um, and she, so she had been an actress there, and, uh, you know, she just, I guess, loved the theater. And so her spirit lingers there today. Ben, the little boy, ghost, likes to hang out on the balcony and mess with the lighting technicians. So, like, when they're working <laughs> on the spotlights... He'll mess with them. He also will pull on audience members' hair or clothing to try and get their attention. So. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the director, as he's been called, this ghost, likes to cuss out people. Oh. <laughs> cuss out actors and actresses during dress rehearsals. Like, he's been he's been heard yelling at them. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
Next up on our ghostly tour of Savannah is the Sorrel Weed House. Built in 1837, the home belonged to wealthy plantation owner Francis Sorrell. After the death of his first wife, Francis married his late late wife's younger sister, Matilda. Oh. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Matilda caught her husband having an affair with one of the slaves, Molly. Okay. And she committed suicide. Oh. Weeks after that... Molly was found dead, apparently, of suicide. My goodness. Not sure if that's because, if it was an actual suicide because she felt shamed or, and probably wasn't even an affair. It was him literally probably raping her. Right. Um, you know, but some people thought, well, maybe she was killed because the story, they didn't want the story to get out that he had. Right. Right. Um, so it said that the ghosts of Molly and Matilda haunt the Sorrel Weed House to this day. Visitors have claimed to feel drowsy or sick while inside the home, but then the feelings will subside after they leave the property. So some of that stuff, when I think when someone says like they feel like uneasy or sick in a place Mm -hmm. and then they leave the property, I, I sometimes feel like that could be just, oh, I'm gonna like, say this on this tour or whatever to like get attention type of thing because i I feel like i feel like that's such an art like it's not like you're seeing something it's not like you caught something on camera or you don't think it you could be affected i mean what i think about that we went to a location fairly recently um that was a bar and restaurant and i as soon as i walked into that one room i felt it like i felt the energy i felt this electricity and i said to you I think this place is haunted. And the bartender overheard me and said, oh, yeah, 100% this place is haunted. But I think, so you don't think, I think people can be affected? I, no, I think they can be. What I'm saying is I think there's it's kind of a both-and situation. I think, like, you know, you are very um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Intuitive. Intuitive. And, sensitive. And, and sensitive to stuff. And I think you can tell or you can kind of, like, if you but have those there feelings. there could be people more sensitive could, than me. Yes, I, I agree. But I also think on the higher other end of the spectrum, you know, ghost stuff is very popular. And going to these places, you saying, oh, yeah, I feel something. You know, like saying that. There's people like that. There's attention-seeking people out there that do yeah. that. <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, that's what people do sometimes. I'm not saying that it's like every time that someone says that they feel like, you but know, they're not being filmed for TV. Or, I mean, like, if they are filmed for TV and they start saying they're feeling sick, I mean, that could be for... But it's also attention-seeking of, like, the group that you're with, Over-dramatizing. Too. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's my, it's my the psychology brain in me, you know, it, and sometimes my brain splits with, the, you know, the spiritual stuff and then the science stuff. And so, yes, I think people are sensitive. I think you are sensitive. I think it's genuine. I also think that some people are full of shit. (laughs) Well, a bit of movie trivia. I thought you might like this. The Sorrel Weed House was featured in Forrest Gump in the very, very beginning. Like the opening scene. I have not seen that movie in forever. Yeah. So So. you're you're asking me to think what's in the very beginning of Forrest Gump. I'm thinking maybe the house at the end (laughs) because that's the only thing that I remember. 
the very beginning. But the house has also been featured, of course, on Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, and Most Terrifying Places in America on Travel Channel. Let's, uh, so, on my, it's very well known as right. a haunted location. On my other, kind of going back to what I said before, let's talk about Ghost Adventures for a quick hot oh, second. Oh, Lord, don't do that. <laughs> and how sometimes I feel like they are, sometimes, um... Maybe a little bit more dramatic than they need to be on some things. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, well, yeah. Anyway. So. Okay, so let's move on to another location. The Hamilton Turner Inn, made famous in the 1994 novel Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, is also said to be a haunted hotspot, which, by the way, I want to read that book. I've not read it, but it's a crime story, but it's also got some, like, spiritual ghost like paranormal kind right. of stuff apparently and then it. it was a movie right i haven't i don't think i've seen it yeah, john well, is it john cusack no it's also kevin spacey oh Ugh. well i still want to see it so. yeah we can watch we can watch it but i want maybe i want to read the novel first and then we can watch it kind of like you know has kevin spacey in it and kevin spacey's not a good guy no. <laughs> so okay the hamilton turner inn is also said to be a haunted hot spot Built in 1873, the mansion belonged to a prominent businessman, Samuel Pugh Hamilton, who was involved with Savannah's local government. In 1898, the home experienced catastrophic damage during a fire that ravaged much of Savannah. Samuel died a year later, and the home was later converted into a boarding home. The Cathedral of St. John the Baptist bought the house in 1965, and they actually planned to tear it down to build a playground that's adjacent to the school that they owned, the mm -hmm. church's school, when the historic Savannah Foundation intervened to prevent it from being torn down. The home has served as a bed and breakfast since 1997. Guests have claimed to hear children laughing and the sound of billiard balls falling down the stairs. That's interesting. That's very specific. Yeah, well, one thing I saw, they thought that the children would do it to get the attention of their parents. Okay. So it makes sense with the, like, legend behind the story. Um, people have also claimed to see a cigar-smoking man sitting on the roof, and there are reports of phantom gunshots, which I don't know what hmm. that's about. Phantom gunshots. Yeah. I don't have any... How do you know what a phantom... I mean, it just sounds like a regular gunshot? Uh, yeah... Or does it go, boo, bang? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, babe. It could also be a car backfiring. There's this one car that goes down the road that scares the shit out of me. Right. Okay. There are so many haunted locations in Savannah, and I just couldn't cover them all for this episode. But other locations I encourage you to check out if you're in the area. 1790 Inn and Restaurant. The Marshall House. The Kehoe House, and Moon River Brewing Company, which was actually featured on an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh. When Shane and Ryan, they go to um, the Moon River Brewing Company, and there's, like, apparently there's reports of, like, bottles being thrown or being moved about the bar and ghosts that are play tricks on the staff. So um, we'll have to rewatch that episode again. I didn't. Right. I started to one day, and then I thought, Andrew will want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, didn't get around, we didn't get around to doing it <laughs> but that's okay i think um you know southern cities like this mm -hmm. they have such a history to them mm -hmm. both you know some nefarious history right. with slavery and stuff like that yeah um it, it, they, they definitely have a lot of spiritual 
like there's it's like a spiritual hub. Yeah. I feel like they have a lot of history there that that comes up with like, you know, paranormal stuff and ghost tours and stuff like that. And I, you know, it's just it's a very interesting dynamic. Mhm. Well, and it's on the water. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've said that um there's a lot of times um any anything near water or if there's water channels of water, um, you get a lot of spirit energy. Why do you think know. that is? I don't fully understand it. I don't know if it's because, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the right per- person to even. No, I just take, didn't, I just didn't know. Just if you my guess. Yeah, my guess, guess is that it's some type of portal. It's a pathway. It's, um, um, energy. I mean, water's energy, right? Is constantly flowing. But then I also wonder if it's just like this, um, pathway of well, yeah, you think the of, movement and so like spirits like a portal it has right. something maybe to do with portal portals well, drawing energy from they've also said that there's mirror anytime you have two mirrors that are like back to back like if you have a mirror on one wall and you put a mirror on the opposite wall like parallel then that can create a portal like I'm, two like two mirrors like facing each other yeah that's okay that's that's some candy man stuff right there that's just what i've heard i don't know but well that's interesting like the whole water thing i mean i thought of you know mythology and like the river sticks and stuff like that and you know crossing over to is usually like a a boat man Mm -hmm. you know something like that so um yeah but i don't know it's interesting it is interesting So, listeners, have you ever been to Savannah? Did you take a ghost tour or have a ghostly experience while you were staying in Savannah? We would love to hear about it. Please email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Spirited Spirits and on Instagram at spirited underscore spirits underscore podcast. And feel free to comment on our photos, um, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And please rate and review us if you haven't already done so. And tell your family and friends that you like to hang out with us every week as we talk about ghost stuff. Yes. Um, So thanks for listening. And we hope that you will continue to join us each week, but not in the next two, because again, we're on hiatus. (laughs) um, About spirits while we spit. A spit. You're going to spit on on spirit. (laughs) While we sip on spirits. (laughs) I spit on your grave. Oh, no. (laughs) What a way to end that. Bye. (laughs) Bye.